Hi, I'm Rick Barron, your host, and welcome to That's Life, I Swear. Yes, I know it's the COVID virus, but hey, it's my body, and I'll die if I want to. That was the motto for many during the past two years, and even to this day. However, I'm somewhat confused why one would have risked their life to deny a chance to survive over a virus they did not understand its ramifications. Part of the resistance was the notion that no one, especially the U.S. government, was going to tell some people what to do, even if it meant saving their life from potential misery. Let's jump into this. Today we finally find ourselves seeing true light at the end of the tunnel. All across the country, even the world, mask mandates are rolling back, concerns to get the fourth vaccine, or booster as we call it, are now seen as unnecessary. Hospitalization and death rates have been declining. It's been quite the ride over the past two years. But still looking back, it was the various moments of unrest and how human nature was thrown into a whirlwind of changes. At first, the agitation people seemed so surreal, but soon molded into stark reality of what we were about to encounter. When COVID kicked in, we wondered how long the clock would tick on the duration of this virus. Data has always been of interest to me. I once heard that math is truth. I started to follow the numbers day by day. I wondered just how long the USA and the world could sustain all this disruption that held us captive. Tracking the death rate, number of cases over time, day by day, soon registered that the world had hit a brick wall and at least for now, had no way of knowing how to break it down. Doubt and hopelessness covered the entire world. In the beginning, it sounded like the virus would just blow over in a couple of weeks. At least that's what I thought when my company sent all of us home and told us to stay locked in for about two weeks. So we thought, two weeks, no problem. Easy peasy. Well, two weeks went by, then another week another, and eventually began to sink in. We were now walking into a nightmare that one only thought you'd see in a movie. 2020 was a year that we would learn to hate and want soon to be put behind us. Discussions about a vaccine to deal with COVID was topic number one. We heard a vaccine could take months, if not a few years. Months or years was hard to absorb and accept. This news was not happening. I mean, we live in a society where we can have things happen instantly, didn't we? Much to everyone's surprise, though, in December of 2020, we did get the news that a vaccine was in the making. The Pfizer vaccine came out first, then to be followed by Madeira, and then Johnson & Johnson. The whole world breathed a sigh of relief. I remember watching the news and watching the trucks getting ready to roll out to start delivering the first deliveries of vaccines. It was a sight to see. I loved it. As we headed into 2021, we saw multiple venues such as sports arenas, schools, fairgrounds, become the first steps to provide people the means to start taking their first and second shots. Eventually, many people would also start getting their booster shots. 
Yes, we were on our way. We were back to normal. We did it. We're going to survive, and we're going to succeed beating the virus. Or so we thought. No sooner did we see hope that we started seeing other societies worldwide shooting themselves in the foot. Enter the conspiracy virus. The don't-tell-me-what-to-do demonstrations were about to begin. Conspiracy theories often crop up after catastrophic or unusual events, and they thrive in environments where there's a lack of trusted information. You know, fake news. Many news sites thrive on conspiracy theory-type content as it drives up ratings for many of them, paying no mind to the unnecessary damage it delivers to people's mindsets. There was so much information, or lack of, that caused the public to doubt what to believe. With so many news channels, TV, radio, and social media, the daily overload of information only led some to want to turn everything off and just run away from what was happening in the world. Over time, COVID became a constant moving target. Dealing with a virus that zigged and zagged caused a reversing of course, such as reinstituting guidance on wearing masks indoors, getting vaccinated or getting unvaccinated, despite the months of administration telling Americans that they could unmask if they got their shots. All of this confusion only helped contribute to individuals getting wrapped up in the wacky world of witches and half-truths. Various groups kept pontificating it's my body and saw no need for the vaccine. But sadly, thinking that ocean only led to many people dying a prolonged and ugly death. Yeah, that's your body. But why would you want to put your body through a shortness of breath or trouble breathing, fatigue, chills, loss of taste, diarrhea, pneumonia, and more? What made people think they could outrun this virus? Some did, but some sadly didn't. As we struggled through this pandemic, how many people died needlessly from being overloaded with conspiracies that had no merit? We, as a society, are now dealing with another virus, the digital virus. Social media sites, blogs, tabloids, and more flooded the airways with utter nonsense that smeared the world of medical science. I love the conspiracy theory that the vaccine would make your entire body magnetic. I thought one day when I was buttering my toast that the knife would fly to my forehead but no such luck. Other conspiracies were that Bill Gates was behind the planting of microchips in the vaccine so that Big Brother could track you. It went on. With refusing to take the vaccine for whatever purpose many people had, I saw another reason why you should. The cost factor. There were cases where people survived COVID. However, had you been one of the lucky ones to have survived you were wheeled out with a medical bill the likes of which you never could have imagined. On top of the medical bill, many walked out with symptoms that would require ongoing medical attention for a long time to come, if not forever. The insurance companies only cover so much. People took the notion they could just outrun the clock with this pandemic. They thought wrong. COVID eventually found those people who stayed defiant against wearing masks, 
keeping a safe distance from others, but more importantly, their refusal to take the vaccines. What was sad to observe were the people coming into the hospitals with COVID who said they regretted not having taken the vaccine. They told their friends to stop being defiant and take the shot. Yes, there was a way to protect your body, but stubbornness and conspiracy theories got in the way. Those who refused to take the vaccine created another dilemma, our hospital system. When COVID first took off, our hospital system was overwhelmed. The staff at hospitals were just hanging on by their fingernails. People kept shouting, it's my body, and will not be forced to comply to vaccine mandates. Your body? Well, what about the bodies of the healthcare workers? For over two years, nurses and doctors were on the front lines of the pandemic, working endless hours, only to get short breaks for rest. Every day became a relentless COVID tsunami of patients. I really felt for the medical people. Their minds and wills were exhausted and so demoralized. Back in February of 2020, one in five healthcare workers quit their jobs. They couldn't deal with this. Who could blame them? I wonder how those who refused to take the vaccine only to get hit with the virus might have reacted if they had been turned away at the hospital door. Think about it. Sorry. Hospitals will only accept those who took the vaccine to help provide a better chance of survival. I mean, why waste our time on those who felt it was their body and no one was going to make them take a vaccine? What if? The virus caused a disruption in our normal lives that many people grew tired of being told what to do, even though we know we needed to adhere to some tough love guidance. Otherwise, the end result was a toe tag. Some respond to mandates is forcing people who refuse the vaccination to being excommunicated from society. When I hear this type of thinking, my only response was, what do you think COVID was going to give you? So what's the lesson learned here? What's the takeaway from the story I just walked you through? Well, let's start with the basics. If we ever get back to what we keep calling normal, then all of those defined individuals holding back needed to join the human race, and they need to do it today. The long-term solution? We can't get out of this pandemic, at least without a lot of harm, without vaccinating high numbers of people around the world. There's no shortcut to this. If you keep thinking you can outrun this virus, you're only kidding yourself. That said, dump the conspiracy theories and please get the vaccine. Stop thinking in terms that it's your body. Sure, it is your body, but it's not impervious to COVID. The longer you stall getting the vaccine, the shorter time you may have on planet Earth. I know you're tired and frustrated. The whole world wanted this to be over. And we're coming out of it, but we can't let our guard down. More than two years ago, we were thrown into a nightmare the likes of which we thought we would never encounter. We were scared. I was scared. But it happened, and that's a fact. Fast forward and look where we are now. Yes, we're still fighting the COVID, but now we have vaccines and boosters, the ability to test from home, 
all positives. As 2021 closed, humanity could only look back on 2020 as a year that just sucked. The year 2021 brought promise that together, our ticket out of this nightmare was starting to come to an end. Over the past two years, we all had to deal with ongoing social isolation, loneliness, anxiety, over when we would see an end to this pandemic. The time period also imposed dealing with losing a loved one due to the virus. We saw many people suffer financial pain due to lockdown repercussions. And as a country, and even around the world, we witnessed civil liberties face their greatest test. Public trust in government's handling of the pandemic also took its toll. Mandates be damned was a rule for many. The experts agree that there is good news and that the pandemic is coming to an end and it's coming into a state that we call endemic stage. So what does that mean? Endemic means that the virus will keep circulating, but its pervasiveness and impact will come down to a relatively manageable levels. So it moves towards being like the flu than a world-stopping disease. The optimistic view is that enough people will gain immune protection from vaccination and from natural infection such that there will be less transmission and much less COVID-related hospitalization and death, even as the virus continues to circulate. That said, let's not kid ourselves. New pandemics are just around the corner. And that's a fact. History will look back on this time period and review how we dealt with COVID and learn what to do and not do. Let's leave history a sensible roadmap worth following. The first step, trust the science and get your vaccines. In the scheme of all things, it's not too much to ask. Well, there you go. That's life, I swear. As always, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe here or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. See you soon.